We join our group on the verge of something horrible. Clementine and Rosalina flailing about underwater while Alexander rescued Olive from the depths, brought her onto shore, but found that Olive was not breathing. He tried to perform CPR with what he had learned in the muggle world. It saw no reaction from Olive. We see Alexander struggling on the shore as Olive lies motionless. Um, I have have another thing I'd like to try. I, I roll Olive over onto her side and then I cast Stelius. Can you explain what that spell does? It's a hex that causes a victim to sneeze for a short period of time. It's normally used in dueling to distract the opponent, but I'm figuring any sort of expelling of anything and forcing air to move is the way to go. That might work. Second Alexander, try to cast a spell, please. In 11, you begin to cast the spell. There's no reaction from Olive. Um, I, I quickly rush to the edge of the water to see if I can see the light from, from, from down below. To see if they're coming. There's darkness in the water. The surface of this what appears to be a sort of lake that looks unfamiliar to you. Dark, but moving as if there is something churning within it. Well, I, I, I saw them like holding hands on my way up, so I know they're connected. So I'm going to do my best to help them up by casting Accio Pocket Mash. And I just imagine the mashed potatoes in Rosie's pocket and hoping it just catches her robes and, and, and helps pull them up. Please attempt to cast the Accio spell. You have a minus two, but you can roll your relationship with Rosie. Okay, then that would just even it out. So I'll just roll it normal from my spell bank. Ten. Ten. 
cast the spell. The camera flies out over the lake. Plunges underneath the water. Deeper and deeper and deeper still. The murky depths of the water surround Rosalina and Clem struggling for breath, struggling to find a direction to swim. They look around, curious, feeling helpless. Rosie, you start to feel this tugging on your pocket. You've got Clem's hand in yours. going to ask if I was conscious enough to be holding on to Clem's hand so that's all I wanted to know but you answered my question yes you feel this tugging on your pocket your robe starts to lift up in one direction you're looking around frantic you see Clem struggling as well what do you do Is it not strong enough to pull me if I'm also holding Clem? I don't think you know, but it appears that your robe is being pulled in a direction. Um... I think that I'm just going to... I think I'm just going to have to hold on to Clem and hope that it's strong enough to pull us to the top because I'm pretty injured, so I don't know if Rosalina would be able to, to manage much more. She's also in the middle of a panic attack, so... Okay. It's all too much for you. You're struggling. You see your robe trying to lift. You're hoping that someone will save you. Something will save you. And in the darkness of the water, you see large, dark shapes moving. With each movement, it seems like your body and Clem's get pushed forward and backwards as you struggle hold on to every breath that you have. And while you're struggling to hold on to that breath, while you're struggling to figure out what to do, you see this ominous dark shape moving closer and closer to you. You think you see a large eye moving nearby. camera moves up out of the water. Alexander, you are on the shore. Nothing is coming. Do I feel like the resistance on my wand? Yes. 
I don't know what to do. I turned back to Olive. When you turn back to Olive, you see the small area near the shore of the lake. Beyond the shore, you see a copse of trees, small. And inside that copse of trees, you see a shining light. It appears to get close to Olive. I put my wand. Don't hurt her. Your friend is hurt. Can you help? As the light gets closer, you begin to see familiar looking shape it looks like the shape of a horse point my wand away you you Dave friend Hagrid calls me that yeah, he told us about you. We saw you. When you, you hurt, are you okay? You looked hurt before. I have been trapped here. Hmm. Us too, I think. The light begins to resolve into the horn atop the unicorn Davilar's head. He's approaching Olive. Can, can you help Olive? She's she's really good witch if if she's if you can make her better she can help us get out I tried uh, things but it didn't work I have some friends in the water too I will try okay I'll I'll keep watch and I run back to the edge of the water again and just look for signs of the other two as you rush to the edge of the water, you see the water frothing and moving. And suddenly, you see a huge tentacle burst forth from the from the water. Massive. It rises up into the air. And hanging on to the tentacle, you can see Rosalina and Clem as bursting forth from the water is the giant squid from the Black Lake. The squid? Okay, that's good. Um, bring them down to me. I'll, I'll catch them. Or... The squid lowers its massive tentacle and you see a very wet-looking rosy and clem splash to the shore. Are you okay? Are you okay? Did you see that? That's a that's a pretty cool squid friend right there. She's a great friend. <laughs> um, 
Clem, are you okay? Can you? I can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Okay, okay good. Good. You, st you, you stay here and check on Olive. What? Um, is Olive still unconscious? You see the unicorn bending down by Olive, but she's not moving. I tried CPR and I tried to make her sneeze with a spell and... I run, I run, probably tripping in the ground and then get kneel by her. I would also like to try CPR if I can. Davilar begins to speak in your head. Please let me try. Okay. Okay. Stand back, Clem. Stand back. You see Davilar incline his head, kneeling and bending the tip of the horn down to Olive's chest. There's a bright flash of light. Please work, please work, please work. And you see the light expand outwards. And with a violent cough, Olive expels the water from her lungs. <laughs> I know that you okay? matter back. You're okay, Olive, you're okay? Olive? What happened? You, you, you stopped moving in the water, so I, I, I got you out, and then, then and Dave came and helped you. I think Dave did magical CPR on you. The unicorn CPR. Hey. Saved your life. Olive kind of reaches her hand up towards the unicorn's snout to kind of like let him sniff a little bit. Dave. We found you. <laughs> Thank you. So, so I think we might. Um, so we're we need to be careful because the dragon could be around too and might not be happy and other things that might be less happy than Dave and Miss Squid. Hi, Miss Squid, by the way. Yeah, hey, um, I think while you're talking, Rosaline is going to go around to everyone and she's going to start assessing you. She's like, how hurt are you? What's hurt on you? Are you a good hand? Alex? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I, I got it. I, I'm just a bit. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay, Cl Clem? Clem? What hurts? Clem, I can't hear Cough out the I'm water. I'm not feeling so hot, but I think I'm okay. <clears throat> okay. Olive? No, I, I don't feel well at all. Okay. I think okay. I hurt something in... I don't know how, but something it's doesn't soggy, feel It's soggy, but you're just going to have to eat this, okay? And she's going to put a really wet cookie in your mouth and succeed on her treat wounds move per day. What is the thing that is most injured on you? Probably my injury. Probably my, my body. 
I didn't know if you had multiple <laughs> conditions. Just the one thing. Correct. Uh, you know, probably the injury. Okay, uh, then that is what I'm going to heal on you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I'm sorry. I tried to get you to as well. I tried to accue your pocket mash to pull you up. I don't think I accued hard enough. I think that I thought that maybe I was half asleep like in a fever dream and I thought that my mash was coming to life. So that I'm was, glad to know that was, that was you. Yeah, I I got all of it. I couldn't trust that I could get back in and get you both. And I had to try and take care of all. So I didn't. I'm sorry. I, I, Alex, you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have been able to get us. We were so deep in the water. I wasn't well, sure we were going to make it. Well, we... I... I think we're in that bag. You know, you said he put the thing in the bag. I think he's Amy. keeping everyone in the bag. I think we're in a big bag. You are not safe here. Well. This place is very dangerous. Cowboys are not safe either. That's also true. Can we all escape together? I don't know. Oh, um, I I found something. Um, it might be a clue or or something that has to do with this place. I I um I saw it in the 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 water. Um, and Olive is still like super super super. Like I think her her hand is like she has little half-moon imprints in her palm where her nails were digging into her hand from where she grabbed that necklace. Uh, do you think it has to do with um, getting out of here? Or maybe it's cursed or a charm or... Uh, can, I, can I see that, actually? Just be careful in case it's dangerous. Ah, uh, it's mine. I lost it in the water. I guess it came off. Sorry, it was not a clue. I open it up, and I show her that inside it's just one half is a picture of my dad, and the other half is a picture of my mom. See, it's just a normal muggle thing. That's not a normal muggle thing, Clem. It's a special muggle thing. Yeah, it's, um, it's a, not a clue, but it's a, a key to your heart. It's something I'm, I'm you'd have wanted you to off. grab anyway, so... Good job, Olive. Thanks. Thanks, Olive. Thank you for, um... Saving me, everyone. I don't really remember what happened, but... Uh, I was in the neighborhood and just... <laughs> <laughs> you live underwater <laughs> thanks no, to the I, squid I was just checking out places I wasn't sure he had and there was hey, all I, the <laughs> I have a question can you lean in I have to ask you a really important question I think I named the squid but I can't remember its name no we haven't, we haven't named squid we're oh. going to let the squid choose our name when we found her again remember that's good okay. yeah Perfect. We, we, okay. we, we found out that she was a lady squid. I'm really excited she's alive because I thought maybe somebody turned her into sushi or something and that wizards were just the worst. 
Um, Dave? Yes? Do you know your way around the inside of this handbag? I know parts of it. There are some very strange things here. Strange how, though? These places should be larger. There is magic here. There are strange creatures I have never seen before. Are they, are they dark in nature? I don't understand. Do they accidentally do uh, bad things? Cause harm, mainly. Without their knowledge, it's not their fault. There was one. Maybe two or three. Well, we know one's probably the bunyip, and that's back. Yeah. And there's the Wakas. I only know of one other creature that, well, that attacked me in the forest. What was it? What do you remember what it was like? It looked like. Giant skeleton. Oh, no. A giant skeleton. Do you remember what it sounded like? Like bones? I don't know. But it could vanish from my side. Do I? Was can in I? The Dark Creatures book. I read about that one. Yeah. Can I uh, roll for that information? The sounds to you like a gasha dokuro. Oh, sounds like a gasha dokuro. I couldn't remember the name, just that it was big Japanese skeleton thing. I think from Japan. Well, that's not what, good. What um, do okay. they? What do we they do? Let's not, let's not think that far. <laughs> just. Um, okay. Well, they're, they're giant things. skeletons and they're like 15 times larger um, than a person. And they have invisibility. They're indestructible. And I think it was something like a certain charm is used to ward them off. Uh, a Shinto charm. I don't know if anyone knows that by any chance. It might be a Japanese charm. Does it mean a charm? It is it a muggle charm or is it. I think. No, I think a spell maybe charm? a spell. A, a Japanese spell, yeah. Maybe. I don't think we've studied it at Hogwarts. <laughs> and I we... don't know anything that we could do to fight it. 
Well, so that's not fight, let's just escape. Let's bust out first. So, I'm busting out of magical spaces. I can show you where the wizard comes from. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm, yes. Please yeah, show me where the wizard goes. Yeah. Where the wizard feeds us. Is he That's... kind to you? Is the food good? He is strange. Does he talk to you at all? Yes. What does he say? He often says that we will be of great use. See, that's the thing. You shouldn't be used. No. So he sounds like a bad person. Yeah, you're not a paper towel. We already towel. know he's been using the Glowakis for nasty purposes, and he just tried to use the Bunyip as a trap to kill people. So this person isn't a good person, so... Beep. Um, be ready, everyone. If we're going to where he enters this place, we should be prepared in case he shows up. Yeah. Dave, have, has he ever brought anyone else with him? There was oh. one other. What do they look did, like? Yeah. They have a stinky attitude. I think... It was a woman. Did they look like me? You do look familiar. Right. I have seen you before, yes. It wasn't me. It was someone dressed to look like me. So I'm sorry if they did anything to hurt you. I promise they I wouldn't. They did nothing to hurt me. Only that creature did. Some other creatures are here, and they wish harm. Okay. Well, is the creature not. that hurt you mostly just Big Bone Boy? That is the one that tried to hurt me in the forest, yes. Hmm. I wonder if he can swim. Okay, well, let's... Just try and find the exit and make a out. I'm sure I'm afraid about somewhere about escaping from magical places or something. Or was it magical puzzle book? Just I can't remember. Wands at the ready. Okay? Yeah. Um, lead the way, Dave. It is not far. I'd like to do an I read about that for um like magical spaces see sure. what I can know about that kind of thing um yeah I'll just do a standard one for this I'll save my house benefit just in case oh sweet okay can I ask some questions um Okay, so magical spaces 
what does it do? Hmm. So there's a lot of different spells that can change the interior of um, residences of uh, smaller containers into large spaces. Um, and um, essentially it's it's almost like a pocket dimension. Okay. Um, if I can expand on the is it dangerous part, is it dangerous to try and dispel one of these spaces from inside of it? Extremely. Okay, good. Then that idea is gone. And... <laughs> Um, what does it look like? As in, is there any telltale signs from the inside that you could identify that you're in something like that? Maybe mm. the light bends in weird ways or, or shadows or something? I think it depends on the quality of the construct. So okay. it's a yes and a no on that one. So there would be telltale signs depending. Okay. Um, okay. I remember I read a, read a little bit about these spaces. You can do them for all sorts of things. So if we're inside the bag, the bag um, it's a bad idea to try and like, dispel the magical space spell because there's bad side effects. That might have been in a magical mishaps book, actually. Oh, okay. Wait. Hey, Dave, can I ask you another question? Stares when, at you. When the woman you speak to speaks, does she sound like me or does she sound like Olive? I have not heard her speak. Okay. Does she smell like french fries, Dave? I don't know what those smell like. Okay, just trying. Thank oh. you for your time. Okay. When we get out of here, we're going to make you the biggest plate of french fries you have ever seen, Dave. They're like so, they're super good. You'll we really like them. should introduce you at least. We can introduce you to lots of food and you can see what you like. Rosie's a great cook. We should get you out of here. Not first, yeah. Um, if we look really carefully, if this if this place is, depends on how well it's put together, but you we might see some signs or something to give us a clue on how to get out with the way the shape's formed. I think there can be like odd bends and st- I don't know. But keep your eyes open for strange things and strange creatures too, just in case. Please Let's... follow me. Okay, Dave. Right. <laughs> As you make your way to the copse of trees following Davilar, you can see um, a lot of trees that look like uh, they belong in the dark forest. You can see those sort of ominous looking shapes and sort of very um, intense looking trees, like some yew trees and that, those trees that sort of give off that very 
scary, ominous aura. And Dave is walking uh, in between them. Um, and it is very reminiscent of the dark forest as hoof by hoof, Dave meanders through these trees. You are stepping through them and there is the sounds of birds and wildlife as the trees begin to change. Things look more normal. And Dave comes to a clearing. You can see birds flittering through the trees. He stops and he says, This is where I would often see the wizard over the last few days. He placed food on the stump over there, fruit and vegetables and pumpkins. Did you see where the wizard came from? No. Probably not far. He probably wants to just get in and out. So it'll be near here if there is an exit, right? Can I examine, like, perhaps if there's uh, crumbs or trails of food that he was carrying in? Do, like, an investigate with my relationship sure. with food? You can try and investigate. Uh, with your relationship with food? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I didn't even need it. I just know about the food. Wow. What is happening? I like food. Ash, and these are my good rolls on my good skills. Use your good questions. Then. Okay. So, you get to ask me some questions from the investigate list. Two oh, that's questions. right. You don't just give me everything I want. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, hold on. Let me... Uh... So, is there anything that's being hidden from me? Like, if I'm following the food to perhaps, like, something. So, what catches your eye is that you find a, um, I think... You're looking for the food, mm -hmm. but there is none. Mm -hmm. It's whatever food that has been here has been eaten. Mm -hmm. But as you do a, uh, um, a look, look around through the clearing here, you catch something strange. There is a strange hinge of some kind in one of the trees. One of the large trees that are nearby. I I would like to say that from everyone else's perspective, Rosalina like walks up to the stump and sniffs it and then begins to wander around sniffing viciously. Like a bloodhound. What's that girl? You got her butt's, a scent. Her butt's up in the air. She's 
Um, and then before I continue to tell them that there's a hinge, um, sounds like something's dying outside my door. Um, are there any traps? Yes, there are. I'm glad I asked. So, you see the hinge, and you also see that there is a wire that seems to be placed near the base of the tree, and there is, hmm, I think a feeling that sort of um, comes over you. The hair on your um, arms, like, stands up, and maybe you're... Maybe your the hair on your head gets a little frizzy as you get close to it. Um, okay, nobody move. Um, first of all, there's a hinge on that door. Second of all, no food. Absolutely disappointing. Third of all, there's a trap in front of the door, and it's given me the tinglies. It could be electricity, it could be my disappointment that there's no snacks. I'm not too positive. Um, so I do think it's an entrance or an exit, but I also think that if we touch the wire, we will die. Um, so if somebody wants to come up with a magical solution for that one, it could be useful. Okay. Okay. Let's let's stop. We have a little time. Let's stop and think. Touching the trap could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Are there what any? If we, um, what if we blow it disarm, up? Disarm trap spell. <gasps> Well, see, the thing is, the wizard is probably going to come back at some point. There's no food here right now, so he'll have to come back to fill it up. And I say we just wait and then ambush him, and then we escape. Does that mean we should put a trap of our own? I'm not good with trapping. I haven't tried it very much. Isn't that um? Isn't that also a kind of trap? That An we ambush have two is traps sort to deal of a with. trap. No, I mean like for us, because oh, right. he's like. A grown, skilled. Um, There's four of us and like Dave. bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want to put Dave in danger. Dave, how regularly does he come around? I'm not sure. He was here earlier today. I think it's hard to keep track of the time right the other thing is if we disarm this trap and then leave through the hinge in the tree um, it's most likely that the bag is with the guy anyway so we'd still have to fight him oh yeah 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 yeah. he'd be holding us so either way we're gonna get in a fight with him and I say we do it on ground that we plan for yeah Hey. Or we like dash out and try and catch them by surprise, but I mean, imagine ways. like far four people climbing out of a bag that you're carrying. That could be a little overwhelming. We could literally step on them. Well, With Dave no. jumping out too, it would be a real surprise, and we would get a real jump. Dave on could them. stab him. Their okay. horn. Dave, I get the feeling Dave's a pacifist, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, I just got a little riled up. I'm sorry about that okay, one. It's fine. Wait, that, that's what we need to figure out. I would like to notice something. Sure. Okay. Can try. Uh, 
A nine. You get to ask me one question from the list. Is there anyone or anything sneaking around? I wax smile like that make me nervous. Yeah, the fact that you have to think about it is concerning to Back me. <laughs> no. Oh. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel more nervous now. I do, yeah. So weighing up the options again, if we wait, there's a chance that one of the other creatures could come here and we could run into them. So that's bad for that side. But then if we try to disarm the trap and it fails, we could get zapped by the spell. So that's that on that side. Yeah, okay. Um, um, hold on. What if, imagine, uh, he's just one man and, well, and some strange lady. There's two of them. There's four of us plus Dave and a bunch of magical creatures that like us in here, right? The dragon is friends with Hagrid who likes us. So what if we got like an army of magical creatures and waited. I don't know if we're going to be able to convince the dragon. Dave, do you know where the dragon is? I have seen this dragon. Okay, that's good that he's here. That's good. Uh, yeah. How does he seem? Grump grumpy? N nice? Did he try to kill you? At first, he, well, I think it was, I think it was a she, seemed very upset. Yeah, someone did get into a bit of a, f I, th I think the wizard took them by force. Did the wizard take you by force? How did you get here? We never really asked. It was very peculiar. I was running through the forest away from the large skeleton. Mm. And then I didn't recognize the trees anymore. It felt strange, like I was being pressed down. That makes sense. Um, okay, so are we having a vote for how we're going to handle this, or, or what? What do you feel in your gut is the right thing to do? Um, my gut says go on the offensive, but then my gut also says, what if they're on a broom flying right now? Then we figure that out. But I if trust we, your gut. I if do. we open the door, if we open the door, don't you think we'd be able to take a peek out? Or do you think we just fall right through? I don't know. Do we think that we can safely disarm the trap? What if we just stood back really far and we exploded it? Just throw a stick on it or something. Oh, I mean, so no, yeah, a stick would work. We, we could try and use Finiti and Cantatum to disarm it. 
We could try that, and if it doesn't work, then... Then we could go on the offensive. It would also kind of be a good way to get them to come out, because they'd have to right away. Something tripped there. Yeah, the, my only worry is if we don't terminate it properly, we might only terminate it halfway, and then it will terminate itself the rest of the way, and that would be zappy. Um, yeah. And we need to be close-ish to it. We can't really finish and can't them from far away. It would only have to be one of us, but... So are we going on the offensive? Is that the plan? That works for me. I trust you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then. Then we should... Well, the thing is, we don't even know how to open that... the tree. I got you on it. Um, uh, we have a few spells I could try. We could, yeah, we could try opening the door. We could try unlocking. Yeah, okay. Alright, well... We should have our wands ready, and we should try to do it all quickly, I think. So we should try disarm the trap, and then open the door and then rush through. I think while they're talking about this, Rosie starts grabbing everybody behind them by their shoulders gently and just waddling them a little further away from the tree. She's like, we can try it, but we're going to try it from back here, everybody, okay? Okay. Okay. I'll try disarm the trap. I can try opening the door, and Rosie and Clem, will you be ready in case anything goes wrong? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um... Okay, should I... I have a potion. Should I drink it before we start to think my dragons? It? It's a dragon scale potion. I, I have one too. I was trying to think that if we were going to get into a fight, I should hold it out for that, but if we're far enough away, like, we shouldn't need it, right? I'm thinking that it will give the scales and then if I if the spell goes off and I only half managed to disarm it, I might be better. Hey, and then hey, going hey, into the battle. Hey, hey, yeah? I have a question. If it's an electricity wire, if it's an electric wire, an electric trap, what if we put water on it? Wouldn't that... I did that I... from far away. Wouldn't Could that fizzle it Wouldn't that short, short circuit it? I, you know what? I'm thinking kind of muggle logic and this is magic. So maybe perhaps I'm in the wrong... Okay, I'll yeah. Just try I'll, you know, I'll be back over here with my wand, minding my business. It's okay. Um, okay. And if um, he comes could... out, if he comes out, I can locomotor mortis him. Okay. Good idea, Clem. Right, I'm going to drink my perfect dragon scale potion. But I'm going to drink this now in case I don't have time. Okay. Also, Wait. tell me how it tastes because I hope it's good. It's. I'll let you Rudy? know later. Let's get to work. Oh, um, okay. I approach uh, the wire. Sure. That Rosie identified, and um, Alex, as you approach the wire, you start mm-hmm. to feel strange. Huh. You, um. You had a dragon scale potion in class before. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how yours went. It wasn't as good as this one. Hmm. This one feels different. As you have imbibed it, 
you start to feel this like weird scratchiness like in your throat like you're about to get sick you know mm. and then it starts to happen on your skin and you get kind of feels like it traveled out from your throat and started crawling all on your skin and it's just really really sort of like itchy and suddenly sprouting from your skin we see dragon scales begin to erupt brilliant and shining emerald green dragon scales That's the coolest thing I've ever seen, Alex. Okay. Whew. It's an odd sensation. Okay. Um, is everyone ready? Yeah. Wow, I'm just in awe. What a good potion. Okay, yeah, I'm here. I'm good. Mm. Yeah. Ready, Dragon yeah. Alex? <laughs> Finiti incantatum. You begin to cast the spell. Yep. It's in my spell bank. <sighs> Where specifically do you cast the spell? Um, over the wire. The tingly wire that uh, Rosie pointed out. You begin to cast the spell. The wire. <laughs> snaps like a whip it snaps back then it snaps forward flying back and forth it whips like a steel wire but with significant more significantly more malleability it snaps back and forth it hits the tree and you can see it tear off portions of bark and um suddenly it glows and stops and falls limply to the ground. I Ooh, okay. I yeah, think you did it. I think you did it, Alex. Yeah. I think it worked. I didn't like that at all. Okay, I'll pick up the front since I have my skills. Okay. Should, should I try to, to open the the door? I'm ready when you are, Olaf. All right. Um. Wait, uh, Olaf just went through serious stuff. Should one of us open it? Should I open it? Olaf, you're better at casting spells. It's probably better if you're taking up the place where you can cast spells. I can open the door. Being cautious is a good idea. Remember the book was double-trapped? We should just check and make sure that the door isn't double-trapped as well. I was planning on standing back and opening it with a spell just so I don't touch it. Oh. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, sorry. Just uh. be careful. Um, just... Olive, let's check the door first. Should we check the door first and then... If you check for traps, I'll wait. Okay, yeah. I I'm going to go out to the door and, and just take a look around and see if there's any other traps at the door, on the door. Shall investigate. Sure. Uh, 
a nine, so I had one question. I'm just going to go with, are there any traps? No. Okay, I don't see any traps. Okay. Standing back. Um, I'm going to stand next to you just in case there's a spell trap that I didn't manage to detect. So if it tries to get you, I'll get in the way and block it with my scales. Because that should hurt less than it would hurt you, hopefully. All right. Okay. <sighs> Olive's going to point her wand uh, at the tree. And... You said the only thing that makes it obvious that it was a door was the hinges, right? That was mm. what Rosie spotted? Okay. Uh, Olive kind of studies her wand arm and says, I'm not sure if um, a standard unlocking spell is going to work since it's not technically a door. Um, it's technically a passageway made out of a tree I don't know um it might be risky but I think I should try to do a spell that focuses more on um secret passageways than doors is that all right yeah yeah I I trust you yeah okay (sighs) descendium what year is the spell that's a year three spell Okay, that makes things a little bit harder. It does. I'm gonna try. Okay. Olive casts the spell, and Olive, on a seven to nine, the spell succeeds. There are side effects. Choose two. Oof. Okay. I think... Ooh, this one is really tough. Mm -hmm. I really want to meta this and go with the things that are the most convenient for us. But I honestly think the thing that makes the most sense is someone or something is alerted to the casting of this spell. Because we are opening a passageway. Uh, And that makes me so nervous. That makes me so, so, so nervous. But I think that is one of them. And... I think, I'm so sorry, y'all. I think one of the other players takes a condition from a partial misfire. I don't think it makes sense for uh, can I her wand that to be thrown necessarily. Skills? You can try to tough it out because of your okay. dragon scales. You have a plus one to tough it out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Alex. You have been rolling so well, it couldn't last forever. (laughs) Alex, 
as this spell goes off, it doesn't hit you directly. What happens is the door in the tree trunk blasts open, flies completely off of its hinges directly towards you, Alex. The door collides with you. What happens? Because you got a six on your tough it out. You're hurt badly. Um... I think the best one that makes sense is to take all three options from the seven to nine list, which is unfortunate, but I don't think I would pass out or flee or be severely injured or deeply affected by it. So I'll take an appropriate condition. I think injured makes sense. I got hit by the door. Um, I'm not out of position, but mean more danger. Um, and I lose something important. Oh no. Okay, let's take a look at what you got here. Don't have much on me, really. Okay. You see Alex hit by the tree trunk door. It looks like a huge piece of bark sort of flown off. Smacks into Alex. He goes flying back down to the ground. You can see his cheese grater-like dragon scales sort of grab furrows out of the ground as he slides along the grass and the dirt in this clearing and slides and comes to a stop. Alex, are you okay? (sighs) Yeah, just knock the wind out of me a wee bit, just... Wait a second. Olive rushes over and holds her her arms out for him to grab onto. Yeah, Yeah, Rosalind is brushing off the pieces of bark off your body. I think it worked. If it's any consolation, your scales looked really cool, like in the grass. You look like a superhero. Um, Also, can you follow my finger? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we're okay. All right. How many how many fingers am I holding up? Um uh three. Yes. Oh God, good job. What what hurts? She starts prodding your arm. Uh, just yep, there and uh, yep, and that part okay. too. Okay. Careful. All right, Careful. good. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to see later. I would like to see like what we see from now that the door is off. I turn sure. around and look. There's basically like this, uh, there was an explosion of like sawdust that sort of blew up from where uh, Olive, I think Olive put too much oomph into the spell. And, mm. you know, if you haven't cast the spell before, you maybe read it and you didn't know how much concentration and, and magical energy you needed to put into the spell and you overdid it. And it just like blew the door off the uh, hinges. Um, and it was very loud. Like all of you probably have your ears ringing a bit um, as it as it uh, flew off the hinges. Um, but you can see like there is a staircase inside the tree trunk, a winding spiral staircase. Uh, is it going up or down? Good question. It is going down. 
Okay. <gasps> There's a staircase? Cool. We have okay. to be really careful. I should I still like be to... up front. Uh, is it... Can I... Can I do a... Um, can I do a Vertimilius charm to see if I can sure. uh, see any dark magic or anything? Well, a uh, Vertimilius charm. Um, will basically emit sparks. Uh, it's usually green sparks from mm -hmm. the wand. Um and it can reveal objects hidden by dark arts. Okay. You can you can try and do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I would still like to do it. Mm. Um. Okay, an eight is a partial success. Two things go wrong. Um. Oh. I think a lot of times they don't take the side effects of the spells too seriously, but when we're in this situation, every single choice that they have seems to be harder. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, I also don't want to one a meta and I probably I think someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell because it's these sparks mm -hmm. going into this staircase um, and I think the spell has a diminished effect okay so the sparks get very bright and there's like a bit of crackling and such that happens um, uh, as you cast the spell. And it almost sounds like some fireworks going off for a second um, from the edge and they just kind of dim a little bit. They're not quite as bright as you're expecting. Mm. And your wand is emitting green sparks. What are you doing? I'm sort of going over the entrance to in the area of the entrance of the stairs to see if there's any other sort of dark objects or anything as we go down the stairs is the plan uh you sort of hold the wand over the entrance yeah nothing seems to be there aside from the light of your Vertimilius charm otherwise it's a dark staircase Okay. Everything is, it looks like it would be made out of the same wood of whatever tree this is. Mm. Cool. That sounds so pretty. Okay, I'll Sorry. head down first since I have uh, skills. Uh, <laughs> I think before, all of us Yeah, before we move, I just had a quick question. Um, I, I have a potion. Um, so above game, I'm wondering if I could use it as part of a treat wounds move for Alex, because I think it might be relevant to the type of condition he has. Um, I have the Vitamix potion, which is supposed to give you a burst of energy and enhance the drinker's reflexes. Um, seeing as I presume that he's kind of fatigued and slowed down by 
the damage that he just took in that fall with the Vitamix potion, like, get him back up to speed to be moving You can try to treat wounds with your... Okay, cool. You'll use up the potion, though. Okay. All right. Uh, and do I use my relationship with Alex when I roll? Yes. A nine. So when you try to treat wounds on a seven to nine, you choose one from the list. Hmm. I think I think the potion in and of itself is probably the first option. You jerry rig something to work for a little while. It won't last long. It, it's not a potion that's normally intended to heal. So I think of it as a bit of a band-aid fix. Like it, it won't heal him for long. He'll he'll uh, be set back again once the effects wear off. But just for the duration of that potion, he's back to normal. But we'll probably, if it's possible, game mechanic-wise, when it runs out, I assume the condition would still be present. Yes. Okay. Uh, Alex, you basically have your injured condition off for now. Kill. But it's probably only going to last a few minutes. Just um, hang in there, Alex. Um, Thank we, you. Um, Alex, I should tell uh-huh. you something. I made that potion. Hang on a minute. And it did, yeah. yeah. Great job, Rosie. It really came in handy. It was beautiful work. Yeah, I'm super glad that it's helpful. I did want to warn you. That it wasn't a perfect potion. <laughs> so, so while you may feel better, you will be very farty. I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> sorry, it just came out. I can't. It's a it's powerful oh. stench. Oh, that's okay, Alex. I'm sorry. Me too. Smells have... like health. The picture of health. I still have to go down first, so you're gonna have to deal with walk that. Walk behind you. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. walk behind. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, um, okay. Um, um, just prepare your your offensive spells. Oh no. Yeah, got and one. Alex will pre- prepare his offensive spells. Oh <laughs> my god. Get out. How long have you had this potion? I've waited so long for somebody to <laughs> freaking gas from the Vitamix potion. Okay. Uh, I head towards the door and just look back at everyone. Are we ready? Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. Um. Just check for traps in the doorway, maybe, as we leave. Um, right in the stairs. Make sure it's okay. I, I've i been checking for dark uh, objects, and there's nothing here. Okay. It's just like stairs. Um, but I'll keep, I'll keep looking as we go down. Let's D- go. Dave, are you coming with us? I don't think I can fit through that doorway. It's much too small. Well, it the doorway is uh, sort of half size, right? Like you all would probably have to duck to fit through it. A normal sized person would definitely have to like bend down to get through the doorway. Well, we'll come ba- back for you. We'll make sure that you get out and get back home. We'll come back. Are you going to be okay? Until we come back. I have lived for a very long time. 
I will be fine. If you need any help, Miss Squid's really nice and she can help you, so just head back down that way. Well, we'll see you soon, okay, Dave? Good luck <laughs> and be careful. Um, okay. Okay. Thank you for saving, um, thank you for saving my life. I, thank you. I can sense the good in people, Olive. I can sense the good in you. We'll be back soon. Who's leading the way? What's the order? Me first. And then probably me, uh, because I'm using the Vernamilius. I think I'm probably last. I'll come after Clem then. Okay. Alex, you step into the wooden staircase and you begin to head downwards through the trunk of this tree. You continue down and you can see this sort of very bark-like interior throughout the central cavity of this staircase. It's not a big staircase, but it is sort of long um, and windy, and you you probably cramped as you're walking down. If you've ever been in, like, those attic staircases that are just kind of, like, real, like, windy and tight, and you just kind of have to hunch, like, as you're making your way uh, up or down the stairs or what have you. It's like that. You can see the green uh, reflection of the small green sparks that are emanating from Clem's wand as you continue further down into the tree. Eventually, you reach the bottom of the staircase. And it looks like Dirt and rock is there. And a dark passageway. I think this might be the exit. Proper exit? Yeah, I start just sort of going around using the Vernamilius charm to see if there's anything in this room. Um, To be clear, there is no room. It is a dark passage okay from the staircase the 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 bottom of the stairs okay Okay. um right so if we're bursting out now then we need to burst out um battle cries and and wands blazing i think i had an idea um i'm all all ears for ideas i have two invisibility potions on me that albus and scorpius made um, if two of us use them now, maybe we'd have a bit of advantage if we do um, walk into some kind of battle, so we can um, surprise whoever it is, um, and they I won't f- know that there's four of us. Is that is that? I helpful? think. I think Olive and Alex should take it. Um, sorry, Rosie, but I feel that they're the best at magic, and oh yeah, no, you don't have to apologize to me. I'm. 
Yep. You know, we're scrappy. We can use our fists if I got, we like, have potions to. potions and like snacks and my wits. So it's fine that I'm yeah. bad at magic. And I can do a mean kick. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then, then. Olive I... and I will take them. We'll burst through and then. I'll try to we'll... set off an Expelliarmus to start. Um, And that way, yeah. Olive I... and I will get into flanking positions and we will take them out. Okay. Okay. We've got this. And she's going to pull out the vials from her cloak and, and hand one over to Alex. Thanks, Mom. Um, okay, so... Cheers. Cheers. To swath. To swath. To swath and surviving. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> What does the invisibility potion taste like? I think it tastes like... This is going to sound weird. The... You know the, the, like, sheen that's on bubbles that looks, like, really kind of see-through, but kind of not, um, like, like that clear kind of rainbowy plastic? I think it tastes the way that looks... And I don't think there's like an actual taste equivalent to that that humans would be able to pinpoint. I just know that when Olive drinks it, that's what pops into her head. There's a lot of 90s candy that I think probably yeah. would fit in that category. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay. So I don't know what it, I'm curious if it tastes different to Alex, though. Do potions taste different to different people in the wizarding world? Is that a thing? Sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, why I not? love that. So good. <laughs> These sweeties that you get called refreshers here, like a fizzy sherbet type thing. I think it tastes fizzy sherbet. <gasps> that sounds good. So, almost instantly after they drink the potions. Oh. Ah. Uh. You see them disappear, or don't see them disappear, depending on your perspective. That's some good camo. Uh, can I still hear, Alex? You think you can hear them moving around, yeah. That's not what I meant. Oh, to be clear... <laughs> oh, uh, also, you guys drank the potions. Mm -hmm. Your clothing is still visible. Oh, no. Oh no. Oh no? You ever you seen the no. invisible man? Um, so classic. Classic. So we can't see you. Mm -hmm. um, but I can't see your school robes. Olive, so. you're starting to remember oh. the conversation that you had with Scorpius and Albus, and they said that you can drink the potions or you can splash them on yourself. And if you splash them on yourself, then your clothing can disappear too. It doesn't last as long, but it will hide your clothing. So here's the thing, guys. You're kind of still wearing clothes. Um, I'm remembering now. Um, that Sorry. 
There were different instructions on how to make our clothes disappear. Okay, I mean, can we use the trebles left from the bottom of the, the vials? Maybe? I don't think it's really enough, though. I think probably the best answer is, and I'm so sorry, to take off your clothes? I'll, ta I'll take them for you. I have we all can my put them on. Um, yeah, we'll double up. Yeah. Okay, let's just... How long an... does that last? Yeah, let's keep an eye on the time, and if you yeah. see us start to flicker in, just throw a... She a cloak right over, over us. Oh, yeah, I would cloak. never let anybody oh, see your nudie booty. Can, 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 okay, <laughs> so uh, do we have enough left to make one piece of clothing, maybe at least or two, invisible? We could try. Just Is there like a drop left you could put on like your underwear? Hopefully. I'm going to try that. And Olive is just like her rope. She takes her robe off, but just you can kind of see like the waistband exaggeratedly get pulled on her skirt. And she's trying to put the like you see the vial go, and she's just kind of like trying to like smear it on so she can wear a layer of undergarments. I think she wears like a little like one of those little strappy tank tops that little 12 year olds wear underneath their clothes. And so she tries putting it on her little tank top and her underwear and so you've got sort of certain parts of the clothes are invisible and certain parts aren't where where you like couldn't reach quickly enough there's bits that are still showing okay I mean, guys if I feel like we can still never mind i think okay, if we here's walk the in... deal wait here's the deal okay as soon as you hear us yell uh, no, don't like you, don't like. Okay. Um, and um, if we walk in behind Rosie and Clem, um, visually, they'll be looking at the, the people in the room, and if, if in the chaos and spells being cast and stuff, it's going to be so hectic, they're not going to notice little floating bits, penguin patterns and stuff, you know? Um, they're not um, going... Okay. Can I? Uh, can I ask That's my favorite Rack, Is there? Is there a? Is there a creature that is invisible that can become invisible that isn't this giant bone one? But is there a dark creature that can be invisible that is about the size of a human twelve-year-old child? Let's take a look. I, I start stripping down my robes and everything. Um, I'm just gonna uh, here's give my them thinking. as little visual as possible. Someone could make sure that my ropes don't go missing. Mm. Okay, I have an idea. If uh -huh. there isn't one. You can uh, go ahead and make a an I read about that roll. Okay. Clam. You can ask me one question from the I read about that list. Or two questions. The I read about that list in regards to this. 
Um, what does it do? You don't think there's any other creatures besides the... Uh, let's see how horrible I brutalize this pronunciation. Uh, the Gasha Dokuro. Okay. That can go invisible in that book. Do I know from... Okay. Well, I feel like... I don't know if I can ask you this. The only information that I have about the Gasha Dokuro is what you told me, right? Like, there's nothing... Okay. Um, okay, guys. I have a genius plan. Are you ready? Okay. Almost. Wait. Okay, now I'm ready. We've got two two options. One is um one is that you take all your clothes off and that we hope that we get your time close to you back on time. Or number two, <laughs> we pretend that you're baby Gashadokuros and um you make lard sounds and we say that Either that you're, we found you in the forest, and that you're a new type of creature. I don't know. I don't Let's think that's swing gonna it. work. I'm just gonna go with. I hope they don't notice my underwear Me running too. around, and I, I try okay. and get as much visibility portion on my undies. Worst comes to worst, you get seen. You rip your underwear off. You're invisible again. Okay, I think. Yeah. I mean, we okay. should. I think we should go now. Yeah. You hold on to our clothes. Be careful with them. And yeah. we. We can fight chuck them on the floor as soon can. as we get through. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. I'm ready. I think. Okay. 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 Who wants to go first? I'll um, do it. We hey, right. Good. The two of us can go together, right? Uh, side by side. We'll be behind and we'll split off. Okay. 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 Swap forever. Swap forever. Uh, how so this, do we get through? Yeah, this there's a pass. There's a like a passage here that you can see a, a long, sort of uh, rock and dirt like passage uh, underground. Close. If you have claustrophobia, it's probably uh, winding you up a bit. Um, what order are you traveling in? Uh, Rosaline is first. I am assuming Clem's right behind me if it's super close. Yeah. And then I don't know how they're... I think Olive's probably bringing up the rear behind okay. Alex. Okay. Rosie, you are leading the way. You're just barely in front of Clem, who is... Uh, green vertimilia sparks are still crackling over your head. Um, as you continue to walk down the passage, this dirt um, crunching underfoot, like... You can see up ahead that many cavern-like passageways open up in front of you almost like a network. How many would you say there are? More than ten. But oh. Can I notice something to see if perhaps there's any light at the end of any of these tunnels? Or 
footprints yeah. or you or can it, note you can try and notice something well your response doesn't make me want to try very hard i notice a lot i'm noticing so many things um ooh, um what does how do we get out of here Okay. So. There are so many passages at first. I think that like instant panic like sense in because you were expecting this to be the way out. Mm -hmm. And then you just see so many more options open up to you. And suddenly this like terror is sort of sitting in the pit of your stomach. But one of the ways stands out because there's this goopy, slimy stuff on one of the one of the tunnels. You see this like large bit of slime sort of sort of squish and fall to the ground. So um, what does that? What does that taste like, Quack? That slime? You're gonna taste it? Yeah, I'm gonna taste. I, I think Rosalina walks up and she she gives it a sniff and then she goes, just a, a little bit of it. So if it I die, y'all. Horrific! It tastes like it tastes like uh dirt and it tastes like uh like a really uh oh, no. viscous. Uh, sort of film, like a, <laughs> like a, like a viscous plastic. Mm-hmm. So I think it may be this way, but also don't eat that slime. I wasn't going to. Okay, let's, let's just it's go with food. it. Wrong. We can it tastes check. like dirt. And so I don't know. I, it doesn't give me any signals, but we're going to keep going down this way. Okay. okay. So you're going down the slime it. tunnel. I am going down the slime tunnel, Wacky. Thank you for asking. Okay. As you travel down this tunnel, Rosie, I'm going to need you to be quick and quiet. Mm, We haven't, like, rested at all or anything like that, right? Good. Not good. Yeah. That was a zero podcast listeners. Not a one. Not a two. A zero. I'm injured. So I'm actually singing. I decided that I like the way that the slime sounded. Um, so I just started. I started to do a little little whistle yodel situation. Okay, that's probably fine. Rosie, shh, shh. Rosie, what are you doing? Rosie, Rosie, shh. I like the way slime sounds. Oh. Okay. Um, let's hey, keep for, moving forward. 
yeah, for, just for no reason. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and drink this dragon scale potion that I've been holding on to. I'm just feeling a little nervous after my bad decisions. What's you right can now? all start to hear, hear the earth moving around you, rocks and dirt starting to fall, and some of them are coated in slime. And oh, we, sh we should go quicker, hurry. faster, quick. Let's go. Quick. I start pushing. I'm pushing Rosie in front of me. Like <laughs> just let's go. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Rosie, you can try and notice something for me. You have a minus one. Okay. You can roll with your relationship with Clem. Okay. So I'm just going to roll with no, added or negative. Okay. Well, if you could roll it, please. Thank you. Okay. You can see something large moving towards you at the end of this tunnel. Can't make out the shape exactly, but it's filling up this passage that you're moving through. Back it out, back it out, back it out, get out of here. Back it out, there's a word. Back, okay, back, back. Back, okay, back, back, back out, back out, back out, back out. Backing out, backing out. Okay. I start, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm back it, I'm back, a big, big, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Hey, all of, does the slime sort of remind you of our time in the forest? And that's where we're going to take our break today. Oh. I hope everybody's having a good time. I put my diaper on and I'm actually just going to pee in that <laughs> so we can continue if you need to. I think we're going to go ahead and we're going to take our break here, folks. So if you have to take your nervous peepees, now is the time. Um, we are going to take a break, but please make sure you follow all of these lovely people. Um, if you would like to follow along with the system that we have, it's totally free. It's available to you over at tablestory.tv slash W-A-W. It's also a convenient place for you to go follow these people on all the places. And if you have yourself a Prime Gaming that you haven't used yet, consider throwing it their way. Get yourself some emotes. Go sub to these lovely people. They're fantastic and they totally deserve your support. Um, if you want to help uh, Table Story in a non-monetary way, you can make sure you're following us here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Table Story. And um, uh, yeah, we're going to, uh, we've got some cool stuff happening this week. We have a, uh, a sponsored show that's going to take place on Thursday that's called Radioactive Adventure Dinosaurs. And it's going to be real stupid and real silly. And uh, that's at 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, on Thursday, and we're going to be playing that with Brad Wodo, uh, Pony Punch, Fist of the Walrus, uh, Venalus, Brutal Bree, and uh, Disby Arix. So hopefully you'll come check that out. That's going to be real silly, real fun. And we're going to be uh, premiering a system by a um, by a friend of ours, uh, Morris. It's called the uh, Awfully Cheerful Engine, and it's made for quick sort of like one shot adventures two three hour adventures um where people can just pick it up and play and have themselves like a real silly action-packed uh adventure um so we'll see that on uh, on thursday and we're we're gonna take a little bit of a break here hopefully we'll see you in just a few minutes hang tight for more witchcraft and wizardry back in just a little bit we return 
as the loud rumbling of the earth begins to overtake the group. You see something coming from the passage ahead of you, Rosie, and you start to warn the group behind you. Uh, yeah, back back out of here uh, as quickly as possible. Maybe turn and run. Let's turn okay. and run. Okay, turn okay. and run. Okay, Let's turn, turn and run. Yep, 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 turn and run. Quick and quiet. Uh, it's going to be Olive and Alex because you are in the front now. Okay. So uh, Alex, uh, or actually be Olive with Alex's help. Okay. With Alex's help. Okay. Yep. Quick and Thank quiet. Thank you. <laughs> At 11, you uh, rush ahead. Uh, running full speed as your little legs will carry you. Um, Clem and Rosie, you are quick behind Olive and Alex. You can barely see parts of their clothing that weren't completely covered by the invisibility potion as you uh, burst forth from the uh, where the, the path sort of uh, forked out into those ten different uh, passageways. Olive, you're in the front. What are you doing? You can barely uh, see. There's Clem's light that's coming from behind you. There's just a little bit of green light here and there. What are you doing? Uh, I'm casting um, uh, Lumos. Okay. Cast a spell. At 12, you cast a spell. Your wand illuminates. Now that I can see a little bit better, the paths ahead of me, you said it was kind of like branching paths? Yes. There's more than 10 branching paths from where you are. They just kind of, they spread out uh, off of the the main passage. You know, there's maybe a small area from where you came out from, but it's not that big. It's maybe 10 feet wide. Is there anything that differentiates those 10 paths? Aside from the one that you are just coming out from, uh, this one had slime on it. Uh, you can try and notice something. I don't think you have time for an investigate. Okay, um, I'll try to notice something. Okay, a 10 will allow you to ask two questions. Um, I'd like to ask, what does it look like in terms of, like, visually differentiating between these paths? Do any of them have anything that Not really. Out? There's not so, a lot that stands out between these paths. They all look very similar. Um, Aside from this one, this one has the slime on it. Is there anyone or anything sneaking around? No. Okay. Uh, I think as they're booking it as quickly as they can with this rumbling sound encroaching on them, you know, Olive's cast Lumos and she's taking in all this information really quickly ahead of her and she's kind of scanning these passageways and she calls out over her shoulder. She's like, they all seem the same. Um, I'm just going to pick one 
and run. Yeah, okay. Just, just, uh, just hide off to the side. If it's an animal, it'll probably run straight through. So if we hide off to the side, we'll be okay. And Olive's gonna like, pew, veer left and go in uh, whatever the like leftmost passageway is. Sure, we see the, the partial pair of penguin underpants uh, <laughs> leading the way. <laughs> Alex is probably trying Just respectfully not to look. <laughs> Tiny little penguins waddling yeah. down the passageway. <laughs> I, I follow along that way uh, and just shoot back, back behind me at left. Go left. Okay. Yeah, got it. Got it. Good at that. Okay. You head down the left passage. Use uh, Rosie. You can hear this thing getting like closer and closer to you, and this like uh, horrible slimy noise, uh, you know, behind you as it's sort of uh, moving its way through the tunnel. Do you look back? Absolutely not. I'm not looking at that thing. I'm gonna keep okay. looking at it and head left. I don't want to even know what it looks like. Okay. I've already tasted it, so <laughs> we're as close as we need to be right now. You veer left into the tunnel uh, with the uh, with the rest of the swath, and um, you you uh, rush to the side there. Um, you hear this like weird sort of crashing sound. <laughs> as the walls begin to shake and more dirt and rocks start to fall on your head all from up above um you are rushing down this left or this left path uh olive uh you're leading the way we can just see olive's lumo spell uh sort of leading the way here um as you continue on through that path Olive, do me a favor, and I'm going to need a die roll from you. I what want kind? you to roll me a d3, please. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, a d4. Two. Okay. As you... Uh, continue on through the path. You can hear, like, the the rumble. Uh, it's now further away uh, from all of you. Um, uh, Rosie, you'd probably be able to understand the best uh, as you made that sharp turn. Whatever this thing was that was following you uh, must, have sort, must have gotten delayed uh, in trying to follow you or what have you. But the rumbling has sort of died down. Uh, you're still all sort of rushing. Uh, Olive... Uh, you come to a what appears to be um, uh, like a, an opening up ahead. Um, there are two lights that you can see kind of like in the distance. You can't make out any details just yet, but you can see that the passage opens up. Okay. Um do I, now that the, the rumbling sound is dying down behind us, do I have time to investigate? That's up to you. You can start if you'd like. Yeah, I, I'd like to investigate as soon as those lights kind of come into focus. Sure. It appears that they are paper lanterns. Ooh. Interesting. They're hung up on what appears to be a wooden wall. 
Okay. You can ask me one question from the investigate list. Are there any traps? Oh, yes. Yes, there are. You can see that there are what appear to be moths flapping and flying around the traps. But when you get a little bit closer, you notice that the moths don't appear to be corporeal. They look like they are magical. Um, I know you can't see me raising my hand to say stop, but, um, everyone, careful. I think this Uh, is a trap. Don't get any closer, okay? Um, I I have a theory. What is it? Well, see, this passage sort of looks at the end here like it's not an exit and... The one with whatever that thing was chasing us was down to. I think maybe some of the other creatures are separated into their own little habitats and maybe it's because they don't fit in well with the other creatures and maybe if we go down one and it looks like a habitat, maybe we should leave? Okay, sounds good. Alexander, you start to not feel so well and your dragon scales disappear. Well, I I should say they start to flake off. So, this is like an enclosure in a in in a zoo. I think so. Maybe so. Maybe maybe I don't know if we want to stay here or head back. Maybe we should check each of them and 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 and, and make notes or mark them or something so we know. Okay. So, lanterns and fluttery things is not. I vote not an exit. Okay, um, let's go back, but just be careful in case that loud burrowing thing. thing is still there. Can I throw out a theory here? Uh-huh. Yeah. What if these are traps we have to pass to get out? Yeah. Like a puzzle? <laughs> like you have to know how to handle the creatures in order to get past them? And in order to get past them is how you get out? Like, wouldn't it make sense that he would want us to have to get through the gooey monster in order to get out? Because isn't the gooey monster the one we keep seeing? I don't think that he intended us to get here. We sort of just stumbled in. That's true. But it would make sense if it's his place and he he comes and goes through this doorway. He would know how to treat the creatures and he would know how to get past them. And he'd probably also know that, you know, some of these creatures are apparently giant there's skeletons. Yeah. He probably knows that those are not ones you want to walk past often, so... Can I do an I read about that, about this current room? About the creatures, the creature in this room? I don't think so. I don't think you would. You don't... Yeah. This is This is some kind of construct from what you understand. Nothing to read about. Okay. I don't like to turn down when people do moves. It just doesn't make any sense for the situation. I don't. Yeah, think. of course. Um, Sorry. So, so maybe we should check each of them as best we can. If okay. that creature's not still there, and then we can sort of figure out what one's most likely the exit, and then go from there. Okay. 
You don't want to spend time looking around one of the enclosures if there's just an easy exit somewhere. That makes sense. And if if not, then I guess we prepare to solve some puzz some puzzles, right? Yeah. Sure. Good thinking. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's just be safe. Okay. Um. Rosie and Clem, would you like to lead the way back? Yeah. Um, I'll go first. Yeah, I think that's best. Okay. Okay, so you turn around. Start to head back. Um, who's in front? I am. Okay. Um, you still have your Vertimilius spell up? I believe so, yes. Okay. I'll tell you what. I think it's been... You've had this cast for so long. I think I yeah. want you to try and recast it. Okay. Just because it's been a while. Sure thing. So, the spell goes out. As you sort of maybe have lost concentration. And... Um... You're going to take a condition that you think is applicable. Okay. Um. Oh, that's that's so great. I'll take injured. Okay. Yeah. Maybe as you were running, you didn't realize that like a rock fell and kind yeah. of like clonked you on the head, and you were probably just full of adrenaline and didn't realize at the time. Yeah. But now you can feel it, and you've got like a throbbing headache. And when you, you know, hold up the wand, it just fizzles out. Okay. Sounds good. So, aside from Olive's Lumos, it's dark in here. Okay. I'm just going to keep walking forward, I guess. I'm going to see that Clem you know, failed that spell and kind of scurry to be next to her. So my Lumos is kind of helping illuminate her path. Okay. And I think uh, Olive sees that, you know, she seems a little, uh, the failure of the spell wasn't fun for her. And so she does a little invisible thing of like booping Clem on the nose or like tugging her on the wrong ear when she turns to look and kind of... Uh, Trying to get her to feel a little better as they walk. Okay. You continue down the path that you came from. You can see that the uh, the area that opens and sort of branches off and has many different paths on it um, uh, has been disturbed. You can see like a lot of the dirt has kind of been thrown up. Whatever this creature was that was here must have like collided with the uh, wall. And, uh, you know, dirt has sort of like spilled further in and uh, part of the passages have been uh, destroyed a little bit. You can see two of them have been closed up. Yeah. There is now another path with slime on it opposite to the one that you went through. Okay, so it carried on, which is good. 
would we do we wanna <laughs> wanna head down that one first or another one? Might as well get that one checked while we know it's not there. That's a good idea. Okay. Alright. Um Clem and I can go first and Alex and Rosie just stay close behind, okay? Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, sounds I'm, good. I'm right here, Rosie. Just I know you can't see, but I am. Okay. So, you continue down this slimy path. And the rumbling seems to disappear behind you as you continue onwards. Eventually, you come to another strange space. It appears like the path leads out into what appears to be sunlight. You see the mouth of a cave. We should go that way. Yeah. Okay. Just once they're ready. This might be it. This might be the bag open. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We can do this, everyone. There is a cold breeze that blows in from the mouth of the cave. Who's leading the way? It's wide enough for all of you. Oh. Um. I think Clem and Olive are still... I think they had been walking like two and two, so they'd probably... I think Rosalina's probably clinging to Alex because she knows she's not good enough to cast any spells, so she's like, I'm gonna pick a spell, buddy. Okay. So, Clem and Olive... You emerge into the sunlight, which is so bright and a bit overwhelming at first. And um, it sort of like hits you, you know, when you've been in a really dark space or you've been like in a movie theater or something and you walk out into the light and it's like... It blasts you in the face. And so does the cold. The cold hits you as if um, uh, you have just fallen headfirst into winter as crunch of snow uh, beneath your feet continues as you make your way out of this cavern. You see fresh fallen snow on coniferous trees in front of you, pine needles and such all about fallen underneath them. And you see a snowy forest landscape with hilly sort of um, like rolling hills. What do you do? I don't think this is an exit. I think we're in another enclosure. This looks like maybe he keeps creatures who need the cold temp 
temperature here. Yeah. yeah it's really cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we go back into mm. the dark? I wish we didn't have to. Maybe. Why don't we take just a quick look around the exit slash entrance here, and then okay, just in case there's like a, a another entrance or an exit or a path or a signs or something. Good can idea. I can I go ahead and notice if there are any other entrance or exits? You can absolutely try and notice something, Rosie. An eight. You can ask me a question from the notice something list. Besides the entrance we just came in, how do we get out of here? So, you don't notice another exit. However, you do notice two other people in the distance. Can I investigate what they look like before we get any closer? Can I attempt to investigate what they look like? Through the forest at the base of one of the hills, you can see one tall man, skinny, disheveled hair, one shorter shape, all in black. Hey, so I don't see an exit, but I see two people at the base of that hill. What do you expect from me? What? I don't know where they are. There's no detection spell here. Hide. job to look around. Hide. 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 You have to hide. You have to hide. Quick hide. You begin to hide behind a tree. Um, actually, uh, like I said, there's coniferous trees around. There's snow. Um, there's some rocks and things. And you all try to take up some sort of hidey positions. Um, everybody, make a quick and quiet roll. Do no help. No help. Being invisible? You would, except by now, the potions have started to wear off, unfortunately. So, oh. I think as you go to hide, Alexander oh. and Olive, you can start to see maybe your hands in front of you start to... I need here. my ropes. I need my ropes. Here you go. Here you oh, go. Here you go. go. I just start tossing the. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my house benefit to take a plus one forward to body rolls in this scene before I roll. So thank you. Okay. Just... It's a good thing I did that. Okay. Um, this might be a good time for me to let everybody know that I'm not doing so hot. Uh, if one spell goes off and hits me then you'll have somebody to drag behind you for the rest of the day. Good to know. So, 
Rosie, Clem, uh, you panic as you go to try and hide. Uh, Alex and Olive, you can be quick or quiet. Which are you? I'm going to bet on Clem and Rosie making enough noise that it covers up for us, and I'm going to be quick. Yeah, I'm going to be quick as well. Okay. Rosie and Clem, you make a some kind of loud noise or something as you try to hide and you hear in the distance you hear in the distance what was that check the forest it must be around here somewhere what about the creature make sure you find it first Um, while we're hiding, just right for a second, I would love to pull out a, a thing of chocolate and attempt to treat wounds on Clem, if possible. So chocolate is one of the ways you can treat the upset condition. Um, oh, do I? Mean, or do no, I I'm sorry. It's I'm, the uh, it's the exhausted uh, condition. Well, I've, I'm all of those things. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, good. All right. Okay. So I'm going to give that to you and attempt the to treat this. wheel. All if green. I'm like holding Clem's hand and like passing this over, would I be using my relationship with Clem to heal her? Uh, yes. Use your relationship okay. and um, you have a little bit of chocolate. Oh no. Oh no. This is like the I first time. two forwards on that. That's insane. Yeah. Um, can someone tell me what happens if someone fails to uh, oh, make me so, better? Um, they make me worse? Yeah. So what happens... <gasps> okay. Uh, what happens on a treat wounds failure is the GM gets to decide. Okay. I f- hey, Jim, can I just throw it out that maybe it would be better if I take a condition? You can throw whatever you want, what but if, I don't know if, if it's going to actually okay, stick. Here, let me, let me pitch so, it to you. What if I have this chocolate and before I give it to Clem, I'm like, let me, you know what? I'm a little peckish too. And I take a bite and, uh, and it's really, it's really bad. And instead of healing her, I actually have hurt myself by trying yet another thing I shouldn't have tried. I appreciate the effort, but I'm going to say no. Frick. So. Honestly, God, knock me out. So. You give Clem the chocolate trying to cheer her up. And uh, it has a wrapper on it. There's a horrific opening noise of the plastic. Just like when you're trying to be quiet like that. Thank you for giving me the idea, Mergles. Um, <laughs> the horrific wrapper noise comes off of the chocolate. And it's the loudest thing in the universe while you are in this forest trying to be silent. You see both of the figures turn towards Clem. There. There. Check over there. They begin to head towards you. 
I really buy one as well. Same. When they get within eye shot close enough for me to see them, I'm going to try and cast a spell if that's all right. So, the figure in the dark black robes begins to move closer to the forest. The tall, lanky one also begins to move closer. The one in black. I would think Rosie is probably the closest to them, with Clem the next closest, and Alex and Olive the furthest back. That's just the way that I had it envisioned in my head. Rosie. Mm -hmm. You recognize this person in the dark robes as Auror Sparks. Under her breath, she just says, I freaking knew it. The, uh... I'm sorry, this isn't the other one, right? This is a different aura? <laughs> what does the what? other one mean? There were, there were multiple auras, right? There was Silverberry and Sparks. Silverberry. Silverberry okay. and Sparks. Thank Silverberry, you, so sorry, just... Silverberry was the one that you saw talking to McGonagall. Right, that's why I, I needed the clarification. Thank you, I'm so mm, sorry. No problem. Or Sparks gets right up near the edge of the trees. And you can hear the crunch of snow. All right. Who has made their way here? Is it you, headmistress? Or is it someone else? Maybe the ministry has sent someone with a brain. Hmm. Sparks! I think it's time to flush out the prey. You see him begin to wave his wand around, and fire begins to encircle the wand in the air. You can you can start to see the bright fire begin to uh, swirl around the wand in a ring as it gets larger and larger. Or Sparks has her wand out as well. She's tracking through the forest as they begin to make their way ever closer towards you. Um, I uh, am stupid and would like to cast an Expelliarmus. At whom? Um, the tall gentleman. Okay. Try and cast a spell, Clem. Oh no. That's a partial success. Two things go wrong, Clem. Choose yes. and choose quickly. Um, okay. 
Okay. Uh, yes. Rosie gets hit. <laughs> Thank you. That's only fair. <laughs> Rosie gets hit. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell. Like, they probably are seeing that that, cast, that spell was cast. The spell goes off. It collides with Rosie as you misfire slightly. Rosie, you take a condition. What makes the most sense here? Uh, I think I'm jinxing myself. Like, giving my, she's like jinxing me with her magic. Yes, you've taken a jinx. Um, you see Rosie kind of like spin and maybe like hit the tree nearby um, as the spell uh, collides with the wand of this man in the distance casting this fire spell. <gasps> The wand goes flying from his hand, and then it returns. Can I cast a spell as soon as that happens? There's going to be an action first. Clem has revealed herself to Auror Sparks. Auror Sparks turns her head. She moves faster than you can anticipate, Clem. A black blur along the ground. The familiar look of the shadows that you saw in the hospital wing when you and Alex were there begin to travel up the trees, up the rocks, climbing and slithering. It looks like the shadows are traveling up your legs. You can feel this cold pressure on your feet and legs, and it's just beginning to make you shiver. And suddenly, or sparks is there. She's not very tall, but her presence is looming and intimidating above you. She grabs your hand with the wand in it. Olive, you have a chance to do something. What is it? Wait, can uh, I not punch her? Olive is the one that gets to make the action first. I, uh protective instincts the second that Clem cast that spell I know that stuff's gonna go down um, and I'm casting stupefy on or sparks okay uh, okay oh okay um Ten, you cast the spell, stupefy, and you see it hit or sparks. Who tenses with uh, Clem's wrist in her hand? She's thrown backwards. Clem, you follow her as she's hit by the stupefy spell, sprawling and falling to the ground. You spin, tumbling end over end uh, with each other. You see her face looking angrier than you've ever seen anyone in your life staring into your eyes and stunned. Olive, the second she sees that happen, she screams, Clem! And she just starts booking it. Alexander, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to take advantage of this big distraction and I'm going to cast uh, a stupefy uh, at the other figure. Okay. An eight. 
partial success, two things go wrong, what happens? What makes sense here? Okay, so uh, someone or something, mm, maybe not. Um, hmm. I want to get him with it. Be quick. I'm using distraction. I, one of the other players takes a condition. Other players chooses, and it's either Rosie or Clem. Who is it? It's me. I think that I'm still jinxed, and I've been like, I hit that tree, and I, I think probably as I'm trying to stand back up because I'm so like out of it, uh, I get, I get hit again. Yeah, it whiffs just past your head, and you get a slight off it. Okay, what condition point, do you take? I think I'm taking exhausted because it's just like a hit after a hit, and I'm just tired. Okay. Um, another one is uh, my wand is thrown from my hands and lands nearby because I'm in such a rush to do this. I think I launch it and head into the snow somewhere. Spell collides with this man that Olive recognized as Colin Moot, and he exclaims, "Oh!" And you see him sort of uh, stumble backwards, uh, falling flat on his back. But he does appear to be moving after he's hit the ground. The figure of uh, of uh, Aura Sparks appears to be stirring now as well, Clem. Uh, Rosie, you've been sort of hit by several spells. What's going on with you? I think that she's so hurt and also jinxed and exhausted she's having trouble keeping up with everything that's going on so she's trying to like scramble backwards for like something to hide in while she like gets her bearings okay you're gonna try and hide give me a quick inquire roll Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. should have thought that one out all right Rosie, you stumble uh, probably over Clem and uh, or Sparks as you're trying to find a place to hide, and you've been spun around a few times. And it's at that point that you all hear. The sound of flapping wings. In the sky, you can see the familiar emerald sheen of Clifford, the green dragon. Olive, you're running towards Clemenor Sparks. What are you doing? Um, Olive is booking it as quickly as she can towards them and she is going to cast another spell at Horror Sparks. Um, she, like, she's doing that like little kid run and she just screams, Petrificus Totalis! Cast a spell. An eight. Two things go wrong. What happens? Clem is intertwined with Horror Sparks. I think, I think because she's running, 
it's a little imprecise because her arms are swinging, so she didn't really get the wand movement right. Um, and so I think it probably doesn't work as intended uh, because she didn't do the movement correctly. Um, may- maybe it's like only one half of her body or something that it that it affects when it hits it. Uh, and I think someone or something is alerted to the casting of this spell. If, if this dragon just arrived and Olive is screaming and running, she probably looks like a little snack screaming meet me, so. Okay. That's one. What's the other thing that happens? Oh, the spell has a diminished effect. Okay. You cast the spell, and you can see Aura Sparks deflects it away. Her arm starts to move as the spell almost reaches, and she deflects it. At the same time that that happens, you hear the breaking of branches. As the dragon lands right nearby Olive. Trees and pine needles flying everywhere. Snow blowing in all directions. What do you do, Olive? Olive is going to immediately, like her eyes go super wide and she goes, I'm a friend of Hagrid's, Clifford. Here from Hagrid. Hagrid, um, we're here to save you. They're bad. We're good. Hagrid friend. Awful wizard. Nice. Scary. I need you to make a convince roll, please. Okay. Can I can I roll with my relationship with Hagrid? Yes. Choose one from the convince list. Um, I think they go along with it for now. The dragon gets up close. its head towards Aura Silverberry, and her eyes go wide. She stands up from Clem, holds up her hands, and you see Clifford take a big, deep breath. Clementine, quick and quiet, please. Okay. You roll out of the way as a huge blast of fire erupts forth from the dragon. And it totally 
flies right into Or Silverberry, erupting in flame. You see shadows and stuff kicking up all on the trees, and they light on fire as well. In the distance, you can see who you believe to be Colin Moot. Stand up. And he says, That's enough! I scramble forward and pick up my wand and point it. You've all had enough fun here, but this is my domain. I control this place. It belongs to me, and so do these creatures. I'm these creatures don't stupid. belong to you. Once again, super stupid. I just start, str- I'm like running towards them. I'm. Clem stands up and rushes towards Colin Moot. I'm taking him out. No. I'm taking him out. Yeah. I start trying to chase after and with my I have wand my pointed. wand in my hand like this. I'm taking him out. <laughs> Clem rushes to Colin Moot, who has a spell ready. He points his wand at you, Clem, and fires a spell. He yells. Um. He yells and he says, Duro! Clem. Yeah. I need you to try and tough it out. Yes. Oh um, a six. Can I cast a spell real quick? Not situation? before he casts his. Can I cast it just after he casts his? We'll see. Okay. As Clem runs forward, reaching maybe ten feet in front of Colin Moot. She turns to stone. Okay, then I'm too late with my spell. Alexander, what do you do? <sighs> um, I'm just going to cast Stupefy on him. Alexander, cast a spell. Stupefy! Because I'm doing this with anger from seeing Clem get turned to stone, can I use my relationship with Clem? No. I tried. Stupefy! An eight. An eight. Two things go wrong. What happens, Alexander? I think it has a diminished effect. I don't think he's completely stupefied. 
And um, I think that's maybe because he sees it coming. Someone or something's alerted to the casting of the spell. Okay. You cast the spell. He bats it aside. Please stand in front of my wand still. Can I cast a spell? You can try, because after Alexander casts his spell, he spins his wand in his hand, turns it towards... you, Olive. And he will try and cast a spell towards you. Confringo! Uh, Rosalina wants to stand up. Isn't she at Olive's feet? I would like to stand up in front of Olive. You fell near uh, Clem and or Silverberry. Uh, yeah. The fireball probably kissed right over your head. Um, since I'm down near in front of him, can I get myself in the way? Yeah, definitely. Do I need to roll or can I just do it? You have to roll. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think you're going to make a quick and quiet. Okay. Yeah, I see him cast his bell. I try and just dive out in front of it. <sighs> Alex, you trip. I, I don't take into account the slippery snow and I just... <laughs> You see this huge, fiery explosion connect with the ground in front of Olive. Olive, you are launched into the air with explosive force. Puff it out, please. A nine. Okay, when you get a nine on a tough it out, you need to choose one from the seven to nine, uh, two from the seven to nine list. The hit has taken you off guard. Uh, she's definitely knocked out of position and absolutely put in more danger. Um, I think. I think she takes a condition. I think that. This has been uh, obviously really physically and emotionally stressful, and I think she would be exhausted after that physical uh, experience of being flung so high up in the air and the impact of coming back. Okay. Whack, where is Clifford? Clifford is near you at the moment, probably within mm, 10 feet, I think. Uh, I would like to try to get Clifford's attention. Um, How do you do this? I think I'm just going to start saying, Clifford! Clifford! Clifford, we need your help! Please, Clifford, anything! Clifford, we 
have to get him. <laughs> For Hagrid, Clifford. Rosie, please try and convince. Would this also be with my relationship with Hagrid? Yes. Heart, I swear to God. Clifford begins to beat her wings. And she starts to lift up off the ground. Blows a hot gust of air at you, Rosie. Sending you sprawling to the ground backwards. Can I cast a spell once I get back up as this is happening? Start to get up, Olive. And you hear nearby the sound of large footsteps. Olive! Are you all right? Olive doesn't acknowledge that she's just heard Hagrid's voice. She's just going to focus on casting that spell in front of her. Cast the spell. Olive points directly at Moot and says, Incendio! Cast a spell. I rolled two ones. You cast the spell. And unfortunately, it rebounds. Your rage at seeing Clem turn to stone throws your concentration off completely. You take a condition. I think uh, she's dazed from the backfiring of the spell in her face. It genuinely, like, she's seeing spots and she's totally unaware of her surroundings. Olive! Olive! You hear Hagrid's voice. Hagrid! uh, Be careful! Be careful! Get down! That's Clifford up there! Just get Clifford to attack Moot, okay? Get, Get Clifford to stop Moot. Oh, I don't think I'll even have the time. I have some business with him. Rosie's mum, lady. You see a giant flower hat. A big sunflower with petals too large. Professor's commander? Mr. Moot. You've been very bad. You and I need to talk. Ah, Luna. I see you found my little hideaway. It wasn't hard with all of the noise that came from the storage room. 
What do you think you're doing here to these creatures? I think that I am trying to save the world, Mrs. Scamander. That's ridiculous. The only thing that you're trying to save is yourself. Maybe, from your perspective. But I don't think that matters right now. You're right. I think we need to make sure that you never go near another creature again. She raises up her wand, and he does as well. And I do too. Alex, you raise your wand. Mm -hmm. He's very distracted now. I'm on the ground. I'm hoping this is my moment. Get up, up under above, his guard. You can see Clifford circling around the area like some horrific vulture um, that is flying. And you can feel like the wind pressure uh, kicking down pine needles and stuff raining down all about you. Uh, Alex... What do you do? I'm going to cast Lumos. Okay, right cast a spell. His... A regular Lumos I... spell? Yeah, my regular Lumos spell. Okay. Um, and hope that is bright enough to dazzle him and give Professor Scamander an opening. It's a nine. A nine, a partial success. Two things go wrong. What happens? Please just hit me. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think there's anyone else in front of me, so I don't think an R player can take a condition from a misfire, unfortunately. Um, I think someone or something's alerted to the casting the spell. I'm fine with it. My point is to distract him anyway. Um, and I think my wand is thrown from my hands. As I limo said, I think I like flick it towards him and maybe he just catches up bit of the glare from the limos. The spell casts. And you see Alexander's wand brighten. You see Moot's attention start to veer away. And Prof Professor Scamander casts a spell. And she says, You seem to like this spell. Duro! The spell casts. And it's at that point that you see the Glowakus move out from behind. Colin Moot. It jumps in front of him and turns to stone. I need quick and quiet rolls from Rosie and Olive.
Rosie. Yeah. You barely notice it for a moment, and that's all it takes. Olive, you quickly close your eyes. We hear this yell of frustration. No! This is my domain! And suddenly, everything begins to rumble. We hear Clifford's wings beating in the distance. The scenery around you begins to shift and shake. Trees begin to pop out of existence. Everything suddenly compresses and the pressure is quickly released. You find yourself in the Forbidden Forest. You see Clifford in the sky. You catch bits of Luna and Colin Moot having a duel. Her sunflower hat gets hit and thrown. She hits him with some kind of spell, and you see that he clutches his stomach and flicks his wand, deflecting another spell. A pitched battle continues with spells landing all about into the ground. Dirt flying everywhere. We see the ground moving as you see a reptilian-looking mollusk erupt forth with a huge shell on its back the thing that was in the caverns. You see Davilar fighting with this creature, trying to protect you all. And we see Colin Moot apparate away. Professor Scamander and Hagrid collect you all. And you see Luna 
Out of breath. Is everyone all right? Claims. Claims not. We'll take her to Madame Pomfrey. A simple finite incantatum won't help. Will she be okay? <laughs> she looks to Hagrid. I, I'm sure she'll be fine, Madame Pomfrey. Help me. I can remember everything again. Yeah, that's good. What about Rosie? Rosie can't seem to remember what happened in this, uh, in the now uh, smoking briefcase that is lying open on the forest floor. Is that all I've forgotten? That's all you know for now. Um, hey, uh, I'm feeling kind of lost. It's okay, a lot's happened over here. Where? And why are we in the forest? We'll explain it to you once we're all inside the castle. Oh no. But you're safe and it's all going to be alright. Okay, Rosie? Um, okay. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna walk back with me, Rosie? Okay. We okay. see the group walking back with Hagrid carrying the stone form of Clementine back to Hogwarts. Everyone returns to the hospital wing. You tell Headmistress McGonagall everything that happened. Recount the tale. And we rejoin the group a few days later. Everyone is in the hospital wing. Clementine is stood up against the wall nearby the three of your beds. It is morning. The rest of your conditions have been reset. It's been a few days. Madame Pomfrey's been looking after you. She's been trying various things to cure Clem's condition. And she sought out the expertise of an alchemist who is arriving today. It is morning. Rosie, Olive, and Alexander. You wake up about three days from the events that happened. 
morning. Ah, uh, good morning. How, how are you feeling this morning, Rosie? Am I feeling what? How are you feeling? Just um, in general. Like, how is Rosie feeling? You can't remember the events that took place in the briefcase. Okay. Um, I'm okay. I feel kind of guilty still that I don't know what happened. But... Oh, it's okay. I mean, what we told you was most of it. And when you were... It's not that you weren't there, it's just that you don't remember. So you were still awesome and helping out and, you know? Yeah, have you, have so. you ever taken, like, a weird nap? And then, like, you woke up and and you were like, where am I? That's, that's kind of how I feel every time okay. I wake up, though. Okay. Well, what about things before all that? Are you remembering those all okay? Yeah, yeah, I just am a little blurry on the whole briefcase thing. You keep saying there was briefcase and like some fighting and like tunnels and like I licked something. I don't remember any of, any of that stuff. I don't. I don't think. Okay, well that's okay. Yeah. Unless my thoughts are just like hibernating, which they could do that. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they ate something bad and they're not feeling so good. Exactly. They just need some rest and then it'll all come back. Uh, Olive. Yes. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you feeling the same way I'm feeling about... Like he got away? How are you feeling? Really, really wish I could have done something just a bit better, you know? Well, at least, I mean, we technically we uncovered um, corruption in the auras and, and at least Mitt's face will be out everywhere. So, as much as we didn't do all the good that we really wanted to, we still kind of did good. Yeah. I was thinking about casting Aguamente on him, maybe that would make him really cold and he would do something or maybe I would set him on fire and then Clifford would be like, oh, fiery things are tasty and then eat them and then I just keep going over and over in my head all the things I could have done and I mean I guess it doesn't really make me feel better but you know the last spell I tried to cast I still can't believe that I got it wrong. Yeah, I feel that way too. He was right there. And seeing what he did to Clem. Yeah, I feel the same way, but... The next time I see him, he's not operating anywhere. We just need to put it into practice. 
You'll get them next thing. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I thought about lifting Clem up and dropping him on, dropping her on his head, because I think she would appreciate being the one to knock him out. But then I didn't know how fragile she would be, so I decided against it. Oh my gosh, she would have loved that. She would have been like, "And then I knocked him out. I wasn't even conscious." <laughs> I could see it now. Wait. We'll see it later. Hmm. What? I'm just wondering if Clem has conscience. What if she has like an edgy Clem, nose right now and can't tell us? We love you and you're not going to be made of stone for much longer and I'm going to make you a pickles and cheddar cheese. I love that Rosie's doing like Ginyu Force poses in front of, <laughs> in front of Clem. G- give her nose a scratch just in case. Oh yeah, I got it. I got it. Is it? I hope that helps. <laughs> if it helps, you haven't showered and you don't smell at all. Just like a kind of stony. Madame Pomfrey slowly is making her way uh, down the uh, aisle here of the beds, and she has her little push cart. Good morning, Madame Pomfrey. Good morning, dear. Do you all have enough water to drink? Plenty, thank you. Yep. I'm low on cookies, but I'm high on water. And received this today in the post. Good. Someone sent something. I think it might be very helpful for young Miss Goosenders. Oh, can can I have can I have that please then? Can I have no, can no, I no, t- no 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 I don't no, no offense, Rosie, but if you excuse me, Mrs. Cloud, I'm going to try this. Just a professional application more practiced. Yeah, I get it. I'm not. I didn't go to wizarding medical school. Exactly. Someone addressed this in the post as cockatrice tears. Very rare ingredient. Difficult to get. How do you get them? Well, it's very rare and very expensive. Maybe have the cockatrice watch a sad movie. It's what a joke. now? It's a joke. It's okay. <clears throat> Maybe Clem has a rich friend somewhere. There's a small eyedropper bottle. Madam Pomfrey says, let's give this a try. She has the little eyedropper and she <laughs> drops it on Clem's head. And as she does, you can see cracks begin to form in the statue. A skin of stone starts to peel away 
from the area where the dropper drops have landed. You start to see color in Clem's cheeks. She blinks and starts to move around. Clem? Clem? Uh, what? Come uh, back. What? How you feeling? There we are, dear. Oh, oh. Someone help me, please. Yeah, I got it. What is it? What is it? I got it. Just get her other arm. Lead her to the bed. Yeah, come on. It's time for a nap. Yeah, sit over here. Here I was going to rush to the bed and, like, pull the bedding back first. (laughs) I was always of the opinion that you rocked, but you took it a little far. I was going to say I thought she was kind of hard-headed, but that was a little intense. There you go. Oh, if you go one, okay, that's fine. It's fine, good. It's fine. I got you covered. A little low five for Alex. Adam Pomfrey sets the eyedropper bottle on the um little push cart. Um, who's closest to the push cart? Probably me. Notice something for me. Will do. Would this be with my relationship or Clem or just I'm being nosy? Just a regular roll. Flat. Okay. You can see that there is small uh like card that was um sort of just a small one that was sort of like taped to the back of the um, bottle. Can I pick it up and look at it? Sure. Do I need a roll for that? No. Oh. What does the card say? You open it up, and there's just one sentence that's written there. And it says... It's hard making friends. I hope this helps. DCB. The wrong kid. I mean, Billy, anyone? We're not Billy. Ah, just take about. it, Alex. Oh. Well, I think. Well, that's. Should we not okay. tell Clem that that's who saved her life? I think yeah. we came. Do you know what? We can write a letter. That's a good idea. A big we apology. Can... I'll make cookies. Well, well, if he's if he's not here, I don't know if he's gone home. But if he's still here, we can just we can just go see him and that's say a, thank you and sorry yeah, and all the rest of it. Yeah. And if he's already left, then we can send a letter. But it'll be, you know, going over. 
the ocean so the cookies might not be a good by the time it gets there. But Plus, the I'm sorry, who are you speaking about? Huh? Our friend, um, David Calderon Boot, he's here visiting from America. Oh, the American wondering. students, unfortunately, went back to America. Why did they leave so soon? Well, the winter solstice festival was cancelled after the events that <gasps> happened. Boo, we had to go through all this and we don't even get a festival. <laughs> well, we, we, can, we, can, we can send David a letter because we know what school he's in and the house he's in, so we can just send it there. I bet Lonnie yeah. can enchant the cookie box for sure. It'll be fine. We have magic on our side. I think he and I were friendly. And I think this is him like reaching out. He was just a bit strange, I think. But I guess all of us are a bit strange, so. I think I let my political opinion of America sway how I felt about him, perhaps. Clem, um, how are you feeling? Um. Whack, when I was stone, was I conscious? Make a tough it out roll for me. Are my conditions healed from, or am yes. I still in the same? Yeah, okay. Conditions are healed. You were in and out. I'll let you figure out what you heard and what you didn't. Um, when, like, conscious through the whole thing, right? Uh, I'm saying it was in and yeah. out, so okay. you can you Just can decide what, sure. you, what you picked up, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. What are you guys talking about? Uh, I, um, I was sleeping last night and I farted. And I'd just give Alex a big look like you better agree with me or else. I can tell when you're lying to me. Okay, well, David Calderon boots the one that sent you the tears. On the bright side, while you were stoned, you didn't fart once. No snoring or anything. So I know that makes you nervous, so I just want to let you know that stones can't fart. Bright side. Yeah. Also, you're alive and we missed you. Mm-hmm. Really sorry, Am I Clem? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So I think we have a way of proving it to you. Let's kind of look at the others. I don't know if I can do this right now, guys. <laughs> so I shouldn't do the special dance. I was thinking a hug. Oh. A swamp hug swarm? You can say no to the hug if you want. To not hug. I think I just want to sleep. Oh, we can Keep, do that. Yeah. I could use a hug before you sleep. If you're up for. Yeah, Alex has been having a hard time. Have <laughs> really? I'll give you a hug, Alex. Let's give Clem a moment, okay? 
Hi, Clem. And I just slide a very old cookie at the foot of the bed. For later. We'll just uh, be right here, so... Where can find us? Clem? Um, would it... Would it make you feel better, um, to have someone sit next to you while you sleep, or do you want to be totally alone? Would you read to me? Of course. Um, would you read me the Dark Creatures book? From yeah. the beginning. Okay, Olive, when you need a break, because you probably will, just tag me in and then I'll take up from there and then we can tag Rosie in and we can take shifts. Sounds good. Um, let me just go get my book. Shortly thereafter, we see Swaff huddled around Clem's bed, taking turns reading from the Dark Creature's book. And that's where we're going to end this chapter of our story. Good job, everyone. Well done. I think we're stuck between a rock and a hard place there for a while. God. Darn it. Zagaticus holding on to the jokes all the way to the end. I think that we really took uh, Clem's presence for granted for most of this season. You stop it. Stop it right now. Somebody's got it. At the end there, she was going for like a stone cold killer. Get out. I'm not coming back for the third season no! if you keep this up. <laughs> you but, dare. but we're not ready for the third season just yet because we're going to take a few weeks off and then we have a special that's going to be coming up. It's, it's an extra special special. It's going to be another few episodes similar to the way the Voldemort and Valor was done. However, since we had kind of a somber finish to this year, not technically the end of this year, we still have some more going on, but since we had sort of a somber end to this episode, the coming special will be a lot different because we're going to be venturing into the world of Demon Lord and desires. What does that mean? You'll have to find out in January. <laughs> what? How you feeling, Ruggles? Oh, I'm feeling great. How are you feeling? <laughs> I can't wait to live your imagination. I can't wait. I, can't, I cannot wait. My literal 15-year-old imagination. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's right. We've got a special coming up. Murgles and I are working on it. And it's going to be extra special. <laughs> is it uh, still going to be PG? or? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Still going to be PG. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on. We've got a lot of stuff going on here at Table Story. Um, so we are going to take a couple weeks off. Um, and I'm not sure the exact time that we're coming back just yet, um, but it's going to be back in January, um, hopefully earlier, but we'll see. We're just going to work out schedules and stuff, um, just to make sure that, um, we can get the timing right for everybody. Um, and yeah, uh, we also have some other crazy stuff going on this week. We have, uh, uh, a sponsored show called... Radioactive Adventure Dinosaurs that's happening on Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. It is going to be very stupid and very silly. And um, it's uh, featuring uh, Brad Wodo, Venelis, Fist of the Walrus, Pony Punch, Brutal Bree, and Disby Arix. And uh, I would say think Power Rangers plus Ninja Turtles if you're looking for something uh, to, to try and, and categorize it with. Um, but that's going to be happening. Uh, we also have Nocturne returning for a special December 30th episode. That's right. That's coming back at the end of the month. So a lot of crazy things are still going on, even around the holidays. Um, but we do have to take breaks here at Table Story 2. Um, and uh, we, you know, as, as difficult as it is for us to actually take breaks, we do have to take them. Um, <laughs> otherwise, we will die. Uh, so we do have to take some breaks here and there. Um, anyway, thank you all for joining us for this episode. Thank you for joining us for year two here at, uh, Hogwarts. Year two isn't quite over just yet. We still have the special coming up and, uh, I would very much like to get some shout outs for everybody, uh, to wrap things up. Zagonicus, would you be so kind as to start us off? Sure. Hi everyone, I'm Zgodicus. Um I played Alexander Pepin for you. I hope you enjoyed. Um, I certainly did. I had another finale on Sunday, so it's like two finales in three days or whatever, so that's fun. Um, if you didn't catch Dying Order, um, then make sure you check it out. It's from the start. It's wonderful. I'm not in it the whole time. So, I mean, like, obviously it gets better towards the end of it when I show up, but it's really good all before that as well. And there's other ones connected to it. Wonderful cast, wonderful people, so make sure you check that out. Um, you can follow me, Zgodicus, and all the internet places. I'm, I'm on all of those. And, uh, yeah, thanks very much. Thanks very much for tuning in or watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast version. I appreciate you spending some time with us. And if you let us know if you enjoyed it, then I appreciate that even more so thank you thank you buddy um we need your uh well actually yeah there's gonna be no downtime move uh for this time uh mm -hmm. I would like we'll do this as we go around normally we do this all at once but let's we'll do our classes and school roles instead of the downtime moves so let's let's get that roll from you okay I got this Oh, barely got it. Seven. A seven, okay. 
five points for Ravenclaw. And don't worry, we're still gonna we're still gonna do these uh, these rolls and things uh, while we're doing the special. So we're still going to have our final wrap up of house points and all that. Don't worry about that stuff. Five points for Ravenclaw, and I will do the other two rolls. That's a nine for another five. And a five, so back to 225. Okay, Nega Oryx. Hi, I'm going to get my school roll out of the way right now, uh, mostly because I really want to know. Okay. Five points. Thank you. Uh, hi, I'm Neko Oryx. I was playing Olive for you today. Uh, you can catch me streaming on Twitch uh, four days a week on my own channel. Uh, I do a lot of Dead by Daylight and cute simulation games. Uh, I'm also in Cyberpunk 2077, so if you spot me in-game... Like uh, everywhere. I'm... <laughs> so cool, the face of one of the uh, in-game advertisements. So please, people have been taking selfies in the game and then tweeting them at me, and they make me very happy every time. So keep doing that, please. I really want to see you seeing me in the game. is so cool. Um, I'm also doing a lot of giveaways this season for the holidays. We're doing something special tomorrow that I haven't announced yet, but it's going to be really cool. Uh, and this Friday, I am playing Santa with Tiltify. I get to go around donating to streamers who are fundraising this holiday season, and uh, one of those streamers could be you! I'm going to be posting all the details on my social media. You just have to reply with the hashtags uh, ClawsMyCause and something else that I don't remember right now. Um, but all of the details will be on my social media. And be sure to reply and let me know if you're fundraising. We're trying to make a difference this holiday season, and I'm really excited. Thank you so much. This was such an intense episode. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll do my other Gryffindor role after we, we do Murgles. Shout out. Murgles? Hello. Okay. Okay, another five points for Gryffindor. Hello. Sorry. Oh, right. I got a ten. Ten <gasps> points for Gryffindor. Rigged. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, I'm Murgles. I played Clementine Goosanders for you today. <sighs> Oof. Um, if you uh, want to see me stream, I stream on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I make animated film content. Uh, I'm making an animated film, so uh, by hand. So that's pretty cool. If you're interested in that, you can come check me out. Um, thank you so much for having me. Oh, also, I'm on a state of affairs this Saturday. It's, I believe, the last episode. So gotta come catch it all. Thank you so much. Okay, man. I yeah, wait, why is it? Why is it Pokemon? I don't know. Catch, it just came out of my catch, face. Gonna catch it all. <laughs> Thank you, Murgles. Luxy. Listen, I was a pretty useless sack of a person today, Rosalina. So you better use your freaking mind on this one. Yes. Thank you very much. You were so good today, Rosie. Okay. All right. Rosie tried her best, but let's face it, she could use some. She can't cast a Yeah, but you were so clutch. I got a nine. Thank you. And last one. Seven for another five points for Hufflepuff. 
Very Sorry, nice. Rosie. Go. No, you're uh, fine. I Luxie, wanted to know anyways. Yeah. We're the same. Um, hi, I'm Lexi Games. Hold on. <laughs> I'm a variety streamer on Twitch and also a weirdo. So sorry about that. But I'm uh yeah, I, I'm doing things. I'm streaming actually right after this. I'm playing Santa Craft. I don't know what it is. It was three dollars and it's like Minecraft but tiny, and it's all Christmas themed. And you know what? There isn't enough of holiday games we need more halloween and more christmas games so i'm playing that also a, a game called calico where you can ride on a cat like a horse so they were like do you want a key to this and i was like is that a girl riding on a, on a cat horse yeah give it to me so i'm gonna do that later also um i'm doing something really cool on the 19th at like one in the morning i don't know if you're busy but um stick around find out you have to tune in to Luxie's stream until the 19th at 1 a.m. I mean, like, keep an eye on my Twitter, but if you want to just sit there... Just I, park your butt there. I appreciate the views. Thank you. See what kind of raid rabbit hole you will go down <laughs> over that time. Do y'all ever where you... up and just see where you end up in the morning? Because I woke up this morning, I was like, who's this Jeff man? <laughs> Check it out. Figure it out. What, what could happen? Um, thank you, Luxie. I am Wax Steven. I have been your DM of Doom. I've dragged the players kicking and screaming through the adventure. Thank you, everybody, so much for hanging out with us. As always, chat, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for spending your time with us. Thank you for the support and the love. We appreciate you so much. Thank you to Luxie. Thank you, Murgles. Thank you, Nega Oryx. Thank you, Zagonicus. And thank you, Colo. For being awesome role players i appreciate you so much colo we miss you and um hopefully we can have uh colo back for uh the special it's just going to depend on schedules and how she's feeling and stuff um but we'll see we'll see what happens with that um you know i don't want to put any pressure on her or anything and uh you know if we can bring colo back we'd love to have her back so we'll see we'll see uh, oh, the Slytherin rolls. You're right. I'm sorry. Thank you. Hey, I gotta make those. Hey, maybe you roll for Slytherin, I could say thank you for an incredible story arc. Whack. We didn't get to say yes, thank you for that. You're just gonna go right into another thank one and not let us say thank you for the magical world of the briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh roll the <to> five. <laughs> <laughs> we do need Cornelia and. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, we exist. And Lillian rolls. Yeah. You gotta try and save my horrible roll. Got you. Come on, Lily. Oh, man. Hey, a little, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, okay. So, staying at 175. All right. Uh, sorry, Slytherins, you have fallen back into last place. Right at the end. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you were doing good. It's still really close. You have it's that whole novel section to catch up on. Still really yeah. close. You're gonna do great. <laughs> it's still really close. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. Oh. <laughs> wow. Let's um, go, Gryffindor. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us uh, so much. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, Thursday, Radioactive Dinosaurs. Friday, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Uh, Saturday, we've got the last episode of the State of Affairs. It's a crazy week. It's a crazy week. So thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.